Discover God's true message by speaking and reading Hebrew. We'll show you how to learn the language quickly and easily. Right now on Jewish Voice with Jonathan Burnus. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, where we help you to discover the Jewish roots of your Christian faith. I'm Jonathan Burnus. Over a hundred years ago, an ancient language was resurrected. The restoration of Hebrew is a direct fulfillment of Bible prophecy. Our guest today is dedicated to bringing Christians into this revelation. Please welcome back to Jewish Voice my good friend, Dr. Danny Ben-Gigi. Danny, welcome Thank back. Thank you. Thank you, Jonathan, for having me here. I want to jump right into this idea that, that, that Hebrew, the restoration of Hebrew, first of all, is a restoration, and then it, that it's connected to end-time Bible prophecy and connected to you who are watching as a follower of Yeshua, as a follower of Jesus. How is it restored? The language is restored by the birth of Israel, so it became like a spoken, restored language. Spiritually, it's restored by great movement that is happening in these very days in many, many aspects or many churches and groups and Bible studies and Bible groups across America and across the world that are learning the Hebraic roots of Christianity. It's not a mere thing and it's not coincidental. I think it's very, very well planned to prepare for the, for the days of the coming. And it's basically what it's called, you know, people don't fully, fully comprehend when the New Testament speaks about the kingdom of heaven. It sounds like an esoteric someplace there, you know, it's not a place. It's not a place. The kingdom of heaven is a state. It's happening right now, as it says there, it's beginning to happen. Kingdom of, the kingdom of heaven meant kind of accountability, connecting spiritually to the Lord and his teachings. Danny, talk about the, the, the significance of Hebrew for Christians when you dig into the Hebrew text. And you gave an example that I, in a past program that I want to go back to, past, present, and future, and the very name of God, the, the, the letters yes. that make up the name of God, yud heh vav -Hey. That's pretty amazing. People may think it's a coincidence. You take those four letters and you check the three manifestations of existence that we know, past, future, and present. If you take the word, pres take the word past in Hebrew, it's made of hey, yud, hey. Each one separately is the name of God, but also the yud and the hey is the yah, like in hallelujah. This is past, it's part of his name. Skeptic people say, well, it's a coincidence, and say, okay, let's check about the future. The word will be, future, whatever comes, is yud hey yud hey twice his name. So if you're still going to be skeptic, let's check the last one and the last stage of manifestation of reality that we know, and that's the present. And that one is hey vav hey three quarters of his name, of the Lord, the, the, the tetragrammaton. I love that example. Bottom line, everyone, when you understand Hebrew, you understand that God is wrapped up in your past, your present, and your future. It's great news. We're going to focus, Danny, now uh, and during the rest of this program on Hebrew prayers or Jewish prayers. 
and you've done an incredible tutorial, very simple, fun, on the most important Jewish prayers. There's music, there's, and there's reading, and this is designed Thank for you. Christians to actually learn how to be involved and recite the Hebrew or the Jewish prayers. Why is that important? Why? We have the Lord's Prayer. Why, why the Hebrew prayers? Why on earth it is important? Until one day I saw that to a big surprise for me in the New Testament itself. Well, how? You know, the tradition is saying, the tradition is saying, and I'll show you proofs for that, that it was known that it's better to pray in Hebrew even if the praying person does not understand the words. Now, you're hearing that, you'll feel some rejection. Why do I need to praise this language? Well, if God used that for the creation, maybe these arrangements of words, the especially biblical prayers, Jonathan, biblical prayers, the way to utter the words, look at the mirror. You can say in English the phrase, I say a prayer, or as the song goes, Pray a little, say, pray a little prayer for me, right? You cannot say that in Hebrew, it will not work. You don't say a prayer in Hebrew. You know what you do in Hebrew in prayer? You lift up a prayer. The word in Hebrew is nasa tefillah. Nasa means to lift up a prayer. Say is directional. You can speak to a person that sits next to you, and this is something you can say, but you can't say to God. Even if we don't know what we're saying, the pronunciation of Hebrew actually has creative force, creative power. And I think of Paul talking about praying in other tongues. The mind doesn't understand. That's right. But the spirit does. That's right. We're talking about something spiritual here. That's right. And emanating the words is what you like to do a lot in your teaching. You say, confess it in your own mouth. Confess the words. Why is it so important to confess? And this is this, your three books speak about confessing, right? Why do we need to confess it in our own words? Isn't it enough to do it in the heart? The answer is no. Once you emanate it, you're confessing it, it affects both you as a human being and it reaches the place that needs to hear your confession. Mm. Haga. Yes, to, haga, to, meditate, deeply meditate. Now, but the, in, the, in the spoken form, in the it's spoken very different. Form. You see? The word Haggah. Jews, right. To mutter, to speak. That's what God told Joshua. Speak, speak my word and you will be victorious. And get a load of this, everyone. Prosper in all you do. Yes. Don't miss that. Yes. You want to prosper in all you do? Speak the word of God. Speak it into life. Speak it into your spirit. So the people of the book of the ancient time got dispersed all over the planet, all over the earth, right? So what did they do? They start speaking Greek and other languages and all that, but they never, never, never abandoned one thing. They will keep on praying in Hebrew because they knew that principle of when you pray in the tongue, it reaches out differently. So take an example. I'm giving this great... We, gotta take, we have to take a break. We want to focus when we come back on how someone watching can pray in Hebrew. Not just why it's important, but how you can do it. More with Danny Bengigi straight ahead. Also ahead, a moving story from one of our medical outreaches in Ethiopia. It turned into a life-transforming experience, not only for the people that heard the word, but for the people that proclaimed it. Stay with us.
Would you like to pray the Bible's most important prayers in their original language? Would you like a deeper understanding of how these prayers can change your life? Then you need the Hebrew Prayer Trainer from Dr. Danny Ben-Gigi. This interactive CD-ROM will teach you how to read Hebrew and how to speak in this intimate tongue of God. Praying in Hebrew has never been easier, thanks to the unique method invented by Dr. Ben-Gigi. He used it to teach thousands of college students. Now he wants to teach you. Learn prayers for every occasion, from the Old Testament as well as traditional Jewish prayers, even if you've never spoken Hebrew before. It's like having a tutor in your computer. Discover the blessings that come from praying Hebrew prayers in this ancient biblical language. Understand God's Word in a richer, deeper way. We'll send you the Hebrew Prayer Trainer today when you donate $40 or more. When you do, we'll sow two special gifts into your life. This beautiful keychain replica of the Aaronic Blessing, found in Numbers 6. This keychain is a daily reminder that the Lord causes His face to shine upon you and is gracious to you. And it's a great conversation starter for people who don't know about God's goodness. We'll also include this exclusive two-sided Jewish voice bookmark with ancient and modern Hebrew letters and pictures that describe God as our shepherd. We'll send you all three of these wonderful resources for your donation of $40 or more. So call now. When you do, you'll be helping our ministry improve the lives of desperate, hurting Jewish people worldwide with crucial medical, dental, and eye care. Most importantly, you will help Jewish communities from Argentina to the Ukraine to Africa learn that their Messiah, Jesus, has come. Thousands of Jewish people heard the gospel for the very first time because of your generosity. But there is so much more to do. Won't you help? Remember, God said He will bless those who bless the Jewish people. Call the number on your screen now to partner with Jewish Voice Ministries. You can also click or write with your gift of support by going to our website, jbmi.tv, or writing to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. To receive your gifts, please specify offer 1409 when giving $40 or more. Don't wait. Call, click, or write today. Welcome back. My guest is Dr. Danny Ben-Gigi. We refer to him as our resident Hebrew expert. When you meet these tribes, these lost tribes, yes. they haven't been lost to God, but they've been preserving their identity. Yes. They know the Shema. They, they know, do. They I know some Hebrew. Not a lot, but they know some. It, is a, it, is, it truly is a restoration. It's a language of restoration. It's a holy language. And for Christians who want to be, experience the restoration to the roots of their faith, Hebrew is foundational. It really is. So, Danny, give us an example. Let's look at the Hebrew prayer trainer and give us an example of a Hebrew prayer that's in here and the practical how-tos. Even if somebody says, well, I can't learn now this language, bless your soul. You want to emit emanate the words in Hebrew, you can do it. You read it. it, you hear it, and then you connect it with the actual Hebrew image. Yes, exactly. It's, it's all, it, it connects to the way the mind works. You see it's written in English characters, like the word Abba, Father, A-B-A. -A. Once you, you read it, but you emanate the word in Hebrew, 
you're already praying in Hebrew, so nobody's going to test yeah, you. I love how I love how interactive it is. A uh, question from the audience: uh, We've heard that learning a language is easiest when you're young. What would you say to those in our audience who are older and think learning Hebrew might be too difficult? Why do anybody learn per se? What is learning? Learning is another way. It's a statement to our inner being that I'm preparing for some future. People have the same happiness in the age of 80 and 90 and younger, and it doesn't matter. Sometimes we have an ailment, a pain that hurts us a little bit. But in exuberance, in, in the excitement of the spirit to connect, emanate words in Hebrew, in the tongue, and it brings joy. Of Danny, I just want you to very quickly do this. One prayer. Pick one prayer out of the many that you teach okay. in this tutorial. Okay. And... and Give us an example of the prayer and why it's important. Here is a beautiful one. Many people do that. I think most churches would say this prayer. You know, this is the, the priestly blessing, the Aaronic benediction, right? Adonai Isa, may God bless you and pray, right? That particular prayer has one very problematic line. And the this is the second line. May God raise his countenance to you and bring you peace now stop for a second and think is it really possible may god raise his face to you and bring you peace how where are you men when that, that, that god needs to raise his countenance to you are we there and he here to do that how does it work it only works in hebrew you know the word that is said there is the same word as the word of lifting up a prayer. It says, may God lift up his countenance to you. Jonathan, the only way it can work if he is the father and you are the child that you are holding you, and then he can raise his countenance to you and bring you peace. Mm. It shows in Hebrew... It's embedded. So when you pray children. that prayer, it's, as the, it's the father lifting up the child. Yes, and we are the children, and he mm. is the father. Even that mere word in Hebrew manifests the truthfulness of the Hebrew It's beautiful Bible. imagery. Get that imagery of God lifting you up as a little child. It, it's beautiful. How will this transform the life of a Christian watching and draw them closer to God? That by this very much, but, but these very words that you just said, them, it will grate them closer to God by emanating the words in Hebrew, praying just like in King David was praying, and just like, if you want, Yeshua himself was praying. He did not pray in Turkish or not in Aramaic. His prayer there, and you can see it in the New Testament, are in Hebrew. And this is the language of God and angels, and this is the key of connecting the divinity, the divine God. Shan HaKodesh, the holy word of God, the holy language of God, and it's Hebrew. Danny, I have an intriguing question that I want to circle back at the end of the program. I want to talk about why some people want the Hebrew language to die. Bizarre, but it's spiritual and it's important. I'm going to ask Danny that question as a wrap-up in a moment. But first, the persecution of the Jewish people is as old as the Bible itself, and it still exists today. It's something that we encountered firsthand in a recent trip to Ethiopia. The people that live in a small village there called Tashgaint 
are among the most persecuted Jews we've ever met, but they found hope thanks to your financial partnership. Today we are standing on the mountain hilltop of Tascaine. Jewish people have been living here for nearly 3,000 years. And this scenery is like the dawn of creation. We met this community which identifies as Beta Israel. Because of the persecution they're experiencing, they can't live in downtown. They're here in farms on the outskirts of the district and we're listening to their stories. One woman has burning, has scars from, looks like third degree burns, from her neck down onto her arm because her house was burnt by locals just because she was Jewish. The reason these two are hugging is because this woman was instrumental in helping this man yes. become a believer. And he received great persecution after he became a believer. And they even told him that he had the evil eye. They call it the Buddha. It's been great to see what God's doing, the doors he's opening, and at the same time to see the great challenges of, of the evil one who has been opposing what we're doing. And although there's been pressure, sometimes persecution, uh, even isolation and discrimination, they are still praising the Lord. The Jewish people that you just watched came to know Jesus, Yeshua, as their Messiah because of your support. And when you partner with Jewish Voice, you not only help us to share the gospel with the lost tribes around the world, you help us to provide vital medical care, eye care, eye surgeries, and even clean water when you donate to this ministry. You don't just get great products that can change your life. You help us change the lives of Jewish people, transform their lives forever. Would you like to pray the Bible's most important prayers in their original language? Would you like a deeper understanding of how these prayers can change your life? Then you need the Hebrew Prayer Trainer from Dr. Danny Ben-Gigi. This interactive CD-ROM will teach you how to read Hebrew and how to speak in this intimate tongue of God. Praying in Hebrew has never been easier thanks to the unique method invented by Dr. Ben-Gigi. He used it to teach thousands of college students. Now he wants to teach you. 
Learn prayers for every occasion from the Old Testament as well as traditional Jewish prayers, even if you've never spoken Hebrew before. It's like having a tutor in your computer. Discover the blessings that come from praying Hebrew prayers in this ancient biblical language. Understand God's Word in a richer, deeper way. We'll send you the Hebrew Prayer Trainer today when you donate $40 or more. When you do, we'll sow two special gifts into your life. This beautiful keychain replica of the Aaronic Blessing, found in Numbers 6. This keychain is a daily reminder that the Lord causes His face to shine upon you and is gracious to you. And it's a great conversation starter for people who don't know about God's goodness. We'll also include this exclusive two-sided Jewish voice bookmark with ancient and modern Hebrew letters and pictures that describe God as our shepherd. We'll send you all three of these wonderful resources for your donation of $40 or more. So call now. When you do, you'll be helping our ministry improve the lives of desperate, hurting Jewish people worldwide with crucial medical, dental, and eye care. Most importantly, you will help Jewish communities from Argentina to the Ukraine to Africa learn that their Messiah, Jesus, has come. Thousands of Jewish people heard the gospel for the very first time because of your generosity. But there is so much more to do. Won't you help? Remember, God said He will bless those who bless the Jewish people. Call the number on your screen now to partner with Jewish Voice Ministries. You can also click or write with your gift of support by going to our website, jbmi.tv, or writing to us at Jewish Voice, Post Office Box 6, Phoenix, Arizona, 85001. To receive your gifts, please specify offer 1409 when giving $40 or more. Don't wait. Call, click, or write today. Danny. Uh, give a final thought after I answer some of your questions in this segment we call Ask the Rabbi. It's time now for Ask the Rabbi. We start with this question from Bill in Wilmington, Delaware. How can people in Ethiopia be Jewish? Well, Bill from Wil uh, Wilmington, the answer is that there's Jews in China. I went to China and met Jewish people in Kaifeng, China. God said, if you disobey my commandments, I will scatter you to the uttermost parts of the earth. And he's done that. There's Jewish people in China. There's Jewish people in Ethiopia. We're working with a tribe called the Lemba in the bush of Zimbabwe. There's Jewish people that we have yet to meet in, in Iran, in Iraq, in Afghanistan. I've heard of a nomadic tribe in the Sahara Desert. I'm not sure I'm going on that outreach to begin with, and if I do, uh, I want my wife to make sure to remind me to wear a hat because I'll burn easily. But there's Jewish people everywhere. Now, here's the great promise, not that he would scatter us, but the day would come when he would bring us back. And so, yes, there's still Jews in Ethiopia, but 130,000 Ethiopian Jews now live in Israel. The Jewish people have returned from Iran and from Iraq and from really the uttermost parts of the world in direct fulfillment of Bible prophecy. So it's not just the scattering of the Jewish people to places like Ethiopia and the uttermost parts of the world. We should be focused on the fact that God has restored Israel and is bringing the Jewish people back from the nations of the world like 
Ethiopia. Next question, Jenny in Vancouver, Washington, uh, wrote to us and asked, do we know where the other lost tribes of Israel might be? So, Jenny, we know where there's many, many Jewish communities that have been scattered, but there's still Jewish communities yet to be found. And for me, it's like an Indiana Jones adventure. Indiana Jones was trying to find the, actually found the lost ark. We're finding the lost tribes of Israel in the uttermost places of the earth. Here's what God promises. I will bring you back, and to bring you back, I will, you, they, they will be identified. And so they're now, they've always been uh, there. They've, all, they've preserved, God has preserved their identity, but they've been very secluded, and now we're finding them in various places. I don't think that we found them all, but God knows where they are. So in one sense, they're not lost. God knows where they are, and he's leading us to them, and your partnership helps to make that possible. One more question. Uh, Louise in Garland, Texas, is curious, did Jesus speak Hebrew? Well, the very sim simple answer to your question, Louise, is yes, he did. When he was asked what is the most important commandment, he didn't speak in English or Greek or even Aramaic. He spoke in Hebrew, Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad. Danny was mentioning that earlier. The, the confession of our people throughout history, Hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Yeshua clearly spoke Hebrew. Now there's some that say, well, he spoke Aramaic. My answer is both. He spoke both Aramaic and Hebrew, and maybe a little of the lingua franca. He spoke some, some uh, Greek as well which was the language of the day, but he clearly spoke Hebrew. Well, one final thought from Dr. Danny Ben-Gigi. Danny, final thought. There are those that are trying to eradicate the Hebrew language, and for that matter, Israel. Why? So I asked an audience, how many of you have children? Many people raised their hands and said, did it happen to you that the child who's mischievous has done something very annoying, very aggravating? Oh, many hands, yes. Said, let me tell you, I know. Let me guess what you've done. You took that child, you trashed him to the ground, and you stepped on him and kicked him away, and went and shot for another child. Oh, no, I will not do that. Then why do you think God will do that if his child Israel had sinned? Would he trash it away? No. Are you want to have a father that will never forgive you? Are you not forgiving for your own children? You want to believe that God that created all is a completely unforgivable God? Go shop for another God. Good. As a father, Danny, a good answer. Listen, if you trust God to forgive you when you sin, you need to believe that God has forgiven Israel. Because if he's done with Israel, he may be done with you too. Well, we're out of time, but before I go, I want to remind you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. Psalm 122, 6 says, those that pray for Israel will prosper. So if you want to prosper this week, pray for Israel. Until next time, this is Jonathan Vernis saying shalom and God bless you. Voice Ministries as we tour the Holy Land and celebrate Israel 2017. It's time to honor the 50-year anniversaries of Jewish Voice and the liberation of Jerusalem. On this trip, you'll stay in five-star accommodations as we tour Mount Carmel, Nazareth, Jerusalem, the Mount of Olives, Upper Room, and more. 
you'll see Jonathan Burnus commemorate the recapture of Jerusalem right where it happened. We'll also visit an Israeli military base and enjoy a Bedouin meal. You can renew your marriage vows on the Sea of Galilee and participate in an immersion ceremony at the Jordan River. As an added bonus, you can even visit Eilat, the Red Sea, and world-famous Petra. Act now before this once-in-a-lifetime event sells out. Call and speak with our events coordinator to learn more exciting details about Celebrate Israel 2017 or visit jvmi.org slash Israel.